I like the feeling of being immersed in a story. It's this love of movie theaters. It's been a while since I've been to the cinema, around five or six years. It hasn't fully bounced back since the pandemic. Le cinéma has long been a source of French national pride, but its industry is in a multifaceted crisis. Movie theaters simply aren't drawing the crowds they used to, and that's having an effect on the entire sector, as ticket sales partly finance film budgets. Industry professionals gathered in October to ring the alarm bells. Hello and welcome to France in Focus. Since opening its doors in 1938, Le Champot has become a cinematic institution. Once a temple for new wave directors, it's now a beacon for cult films and retrospectives. It's even one of the Latin Quarter's historic landmarks. But in this age of streaming platforms, it and many other theaters across France, well, it's struggling to sell tickets. September, French movie theaters sold 7.3 million tickets. That's a third less than 2019 pre-pandemic numbers and the worst box office showing for a month of September since 1980. COVID-19 has left a mark. While it forced theaters to shut for about a year, then reopen with health restrictions, capacity limits, masks, and vaccine passes. Spectators, meanwhile, turned out en masse to streaming platforms, and they haven't all come back to the big screen. 41% of platform subscribers say they go to the cinema less or no longer at all. Some people, especially seniors, say they simply have gotten out of the habit of going to the movies. Others say it's the cost of living crisis that makes the on average seven euro ticket just too steep right now. The available choice of content also fails to excite others. In 2021, just 40 films attracted more than 500,000 admissions, compared to 100 films in 2019. But this disenchantment isn't the same everywhere. Some departments are holding up better. Ahead of Paris, Le Gers in southwestern France recorded the best ticket sales. But cinemas across the country are also facing another crisis, that of energy. Faced with skyrocketing bills, some managers have decided to close their theaters on certain days of the week, or to make their opening conditional on a minimum number of spectators. There's nothing quite like being in a theater, having the lights come down, and collectively enjoying a film. But could this be a dying pastime? Well, with an abundance of streaming options and an industry that's shifting, many of the tens of thousands of people in the French film industry say that their jobs are changing. Xavier Orcel has been working in the movie industry for over 25 years. He recently acquired three theaters and has been feeling the pinch of the post-pandemic cinema crisis. Compared to 2018, we've sold 14% fewer tickets. That doesn't mean all hope is lost, but it's something we need to address. In September, nationwide ticket sales dropped by 34% in France. In order to attract moviegoers, Xavier Dorcel just had a brand new LED screen installed 
a necessary investment to compete with streaming platforms that are continually changing the rules of the game. Disney's decision to not release Mulan in theaters and make it accessible only via streaming really affected us, and we're seeing it again now, with Disney making its traditional end-of-the-year movie exclusive to its platform. This Christmas time cartoon, which children love so much and which sparked my own passion for cinema. As streaming goes mainstream, Orsel hopes going to the movies can once again become a special experience. But others, like assistant director Vincent Tartar, sees online platforms as aggressive, profit-seeking rivals, which are sapping creativity from the industry. Yep. It's not possible to pitch those risky projects anymore, these crazy ideas which had no guarantee of success, which could sometimes really resonate with the public. Tartar now says he's often forced to choose between passion projects and ones that are commercially viable. I still have these long-term projects, works of fiction or documentaries which I'm interested in. But there's also advertisement and blockbuster fiction works which are profitable. It's almost as if we make adverts to allow these other projects to come to fruition. Because let's be honest, shooting an ad for yogurts is nice, but it is completely pointless. Faced with an industry in crisis, many professionals like actress Diane Irons are having to diversify their skill sets in order to make ends meet. I have to write, act and direct, but also find investors and take care of production. I'm like a Swiss army knife, I must be able to do it all. But that requires a lot of energy and can also be detrimental. Irons says finding sponsors or investors has become almost impossible. Even the CNC, France's national cinema agency, now rarely greenlights financing requests. by Philippe Carcassonne. You are an acclaimed film producer. Uh, you've worked with some of the world's uh, top directors and actors. André Malraux said that cinema is both an industry but also an art form. There's long been a give and take between the two in the film industry. Do you feel that the balance has shifted in the past years? I think the balance is shifting as we speak, actually. Um, it has been maintained, mostly in France, um, at a point of equilibrium for a long time. But yes, there are signs that it's been shifting for the past few years. And shifting in what direction? Not shifting towards the art form. This October, uh, professionals gathered to voice their concerns about the financing of films, film budgets. Who is the main culprit here in the crisis that the film industry is living through? The culprit is a double factor owed to the um, sanitary crisis and its impact on the uh, cinemas. And um, simultaneously, an extremely fast-growing uh, new player called that we call the streamers. And uh, this combination has speed up a, um, 
an evolution that we were ready to confront and that we were getting prepared for over five or seven or ten years. But the but COVID, by and large, has made uh, as as has had a, a speeding result, whereby what should have taken five to ten years has taken five to ten months. And is there a path forward? It will require some clarification um, as to which goals we should focus on, and we need to be reassured by uh, the French government that they still see cinema as an industry and an art form. Its support is more mitigated or ambiguous than it was before, maybe because of the global context, maybe because culture uh, is no longer a priority given the other um, severe uh, aspects of the global crisis on many, many sectors. Um, uh, time will tell. Is government intervention mandatory? It's Yes, it is mandatory, but not necessarily um, through an injection of money. By the way, the French cinema, um, unlike what is said globally, including in France, is not directly supported by the state. It's what we call uh, le fonds soutien, reference money, which is not a state budget, which is just a tax uh, applicable to the um, box office tickets and to uh, the broadcasters. In other terms, if people stop from going to the cinemas, uh, the state will have no more money to um, feed us back. So uh, it's not really, it's not subsidy, and it's not even the state budget, as some people may think. Should the rules of when films are accessible on streaming platforms, uh, should those rules be made more flexible? France has implemented a system whereby uh, films are not available on VOD and pay TV for a longer time after their theatrical release than in any other countries in the world, that's true. Uh, on the other hand, uh, France has still the strongest and most dynamic film production in the world. So either our films are still surviving because we're better filmmakers, which is doubtful, or because our system is supporting that diversity. It's obviously the latter that applies. Platforms like Netflix, Amazon Prime, Apple, they're frequently blamed for this transition online and for hurting the, the film industry. But isn't our thirst for content at home also a good thing? I don't think that the platforms or the streamers are to be blamed for bringing a new model. What they can be blamed for, though, is that their hunger for product and the speed at which they need to grow and their, um, the rules of the competition between the four or five major streamers um, may have a negative effect on the uh, on creativity. Philippe Carcassonne, thank you for your time. Thank you. And that's a wrap for this week's France in Focus. Stay tuned for more news on France 24.